and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and my hope is to show you how to have a personal relationship with our Savior, Jesus Christ, and that salvation is through Christ alone by the free gift of God's grace. Friends, we are living in the last days, and Jesus is coming back soon. You need to be ready. And the only way to do that is to listen to the Word of God and invite Him into your heart. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin after a short message. Why not everyone gets the good news of the salvation of Jesus Christ? What I mean by this is not that they're not receiving it, but they're not understanding it. <laughs> For the longest time, after I became a born-again believer in Jesus Christ, I couldn't understand why the Jewish people didn't get it. Some time ago, I attended a memorial service for a colleague who was Jewish. It was in a Reformed Jewish temple. The Reformed Jews are the most liberal of the Jewish denominations. The lady rabbi read from the Psalms that I knew, but other than that, they expected that the deceased was in heaven with God. I'm sorry to say, I don't think so. Not unless he had a last-minute deathbed acknowledgement of Jesus and repented of his sins. Nothing is impossible with God. God doesn't want anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. You can find that in Third, um, third Peter. Um, I felt like a saltwater fish in a freshwater pond. I left as soon as it was over, not staying for the reception. But that got me thinking, why don't the Jews get that Jesus is their Messiah too? Then I read 2 Corinthians 3 and the Holy Spirit revealed the answer to me. It's funny how he does that. I've read this chapter several times, but it was this time after visiting the Jewish temple that the Spirit allowed me to get it. Jesus told us that there would be people who heard the word but not accept it. In the parable of the sower, he said in Matthew 13, 11, speaking to his, uh, his apostles, when well, they were asking, why does he speak in parables? And he said, you are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given, and they will have an abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. That's Matthew 13, 11 through 12. Paul phrases it a little differently in, in 2 Corinthians 3 towards the end. Uh, and remember here, if you've been following um, our study in 2 Corinthians, the Corinthian church, um, there, was, there was a man that was bad-mouthing uh, Paul, saying that he didn't have the uh, authority to, to preach. Um, so uh, Paul's still defending that. Um, and Paul writes, are we beginning to praise ourselves again? Are we like others who need to bring you letters of recommendation or who ask you to write such letters on their behalf? Surely not. The only letter of recommendation we need is you yourselves. Your lives are a letter written in our hearts. Everyone can read it and recognize our good work among you. 
Clearly, you are a letter from Christ showing the results of our ministry among you. This letter is written not with pen and ink, but with the spirit of the living God. It is carved not on tablets of stone, but on human hearts. We are confident of all this because of our great trust in God through Christ. It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualification comes from God. He enables us to be ministers of his new covenant. This is a covenant not of written laws, but of the spirit. The old written covenant ends in death. But under the new covenant, the spirit gives life. The glory of the new covenant, verse 7. The old way with laws etched in stone led to death, though it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face, for his face shone with the glory of God, even though the brightness was already fading away. Shouldn't we expect far greater glory under the new way, now that the Holy Spirit is giving life? If the old way which brings condemnation was glorious how much more glorious is the new way which makes us right with god in fact that first glory was not glorious at all compared with the overwhelming glory of the new way so if the old way which has been replaced was glorious how much more glorious is the new which remains forever since this new way gives us such confidence, we can be very bold. We are not like Moses who put a veil over his face so the people of Israel would not see the glory, even though it was destined to fade away. But the people's minds were hardened to this day. Whenever the old covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. Yes, even today, when they read Moses' writings, their hearts are covered with that veil and they don't understand. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. I love that line, for the Lord is the spirit and wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom is precious. We cannot be free if we are slaves to religion. Any religion that teaches that you have to earn your salvation is wrong. Jesus didn't suffer and die on the cross so that we could have religion. He sacrificed his life as a redemption for our sins. Without him, we go to hell, plain and simple. It amazes me how religions complicate salvation when it's really so simple. Why don't the Jewish people get it? Why don't Catholics get it? Why don't atheists and agnostics get it? They still have a veil that's preventing them from understanding that Jesus is the Jewish Messiah. When I read that and the Holy Spirit finally opened my eyes, I thought, that explains everything. Like what Jesus said, they hear, but they don't understand. Jesus also repeats this particular line 14 times in the New Testament. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. 14 times! 
Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand. When something is repeated in scripture, God wants us to pay attention. Do you get it? Jesus paid it all for you. And all means all. You don't have to do anything for salvation other than accept that fact. We are all sinners. We all need to get right with God. By ourselves, we are not and never will be good enough to get into heaven. And over in my blog, I have a graphic um, from Pastor J.D. Farag, which I've, uh, I quoted him a few weeks ago. And um, it's the ABCs of salvation. A, admit you're a sinner. B, believe Jesus is Lord. C, call upon his name. It's that simple. It's that simple. And, you know, I remember arguing back and forth with this Catholic gal um, who was commenting on my blog. She couldn't get it. She says, no, 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 no. You still need to, you still need to, to, to get sanctified. And I, no, <laughs> and I kept going back. And because it's that simple. She had a veil. She couldn't get it. No matter what I said, she couldn't get it. I had another um, conversation with, um, with a guy on parlor. Same thing. Um, he didn't understand the spirit at all. I mean, um, you know, I, I, I quoted a line with the Holy Spirit. And he says, what does the spirit have to do with it? Oh, my heavens. It's he. Um, and so it's like, it's a veil. It's a veil. That's what it is. So if you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven that you won't be left behind in the rapture, all you have to do is invite Jesus into your heart. If you don't know what to say, you're not sure, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and you can check out that graphic. Um, and there's also a lot of links for you to be able to dig deeper. And at the bottom, I, I embedded um, Pastor J.D. Farag's uh, latest video, um, which is after the election. I figured that would be appropriate considering today is election day in America. And it's an election that, well, at this, at this time, we still don't know who's going to win, but it can change America and it can trickle throughout the whole world. So turn to the Lord now. What are you waiting for? You've got nothing to lose and eternity to gain. Remember, God is in control no matter what happens here in America tonight. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jace said in Revelation 3:20 to22, "Look, 
I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.